Wednesday, January 16th, 2019. This is episode 313. I'm your host, Patrick. <laughs> Why, what's up with the epic buildup? 27 degrees, feels like it's 15 degrees Fahrenheit here in upstate New York. Highs are going to be about 34. Winds are out of the southwest at 16 miles per hour. I, I wanted to start like this. Yep. Little Afro man. Afro man reminds me of a lot of things. It reminds me of when my oldest daughter graduated from the Air Force and we drove, my wife and I rented a car and drove to Texas and we listened to a bunch of CDs, which we left our CDs in the rental car, which a bummer. We had a bunch of them, but we listened to Afro Man a bunch. But I, I, I don't know because I was saying, this is not political, but I thought it was kind of funny. Imagine this, you're uh, Clemson, a young Clemson player, and you get invited to the White House. And what an honor. It truly is. I think that would be an honor to be invited to the White House. And you're going to have dinner. And uh, you get there, and <laughs> the reason why I played Afro, man, I feel like it must, must be a bunch of stoners there right now. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutrition. Yeah, hamburgers. <laughs> so you get you get fast food at the White House. Wouldn't that be something? So you just I can imagine the conversation between two players or a player and his family. So, Jim, you, you got invited to the White House. I did. I did, Mom and Dad. I can't wait to go to the White House. I'm so excited. Oh, man, wait till you get the spread. It's going to be so delicious. Yeah, I can't wait. wait. What the White House is, the food there, it's going to be fantastic. You get there, you come home. So, Jim, how was the White House? How was everything? <laughs> it was, uh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, actually, I got McDonald's and Wendy's and pizza. Oh, wow. I thought that was strange. I thought it was a good observation, though, but it just made me think that there's a bunch of stoners. Not that there's wrong anything wrong with stoners, you know? Smoke weed every day. Yeah, if you have to. You know, I think it should be legal anyways. And fast food just made me think of stoners anyway. So, all right, stick around. We have a good show for you. I can't wait to dive in, and I'm glad that you're here. I'll be back. All right, I will be. You can't be that kid standing in top of the water slide overthinking it. You have to go down the chute, Tina Fey. If you're standing on top of that water slide today overthinking it, just go down the chute. I know that's one of my problems. I overthink way too much. I'm trying to work on that this year and change and not not do that. I like that quote by Tina Fey. Tina Fey, she's such a talented writer. She wrote for Saturday Night Live for years and then became one of their head writers. And she's just hilarious, hilarious woman. And I like that quote. That's why I wanted to share it with you. Let's find out what happened. Oh, before we find out what happened on this day of history, let's learn something. We're going to learn today. We're going to learn today. How much gravity does the moon have compared to Earth? The gravity on the moon is about 17% what it is on the earth. So if you weigh 200 pounds on earth, which I do, I'd weigh 34 pounds on the moon. Oh, I wish I was on the moon today. I feel that 200 pounds feels like 400 right now. I feel chunky. I'm still smoke free, but I've been putting some weight on. Everything's kind of tight on me. All my clothes are a little tight. 
I need to make a life change. I'm getting older, you know. I've made some life changes by not drinking, and now I'm not smoking. Now I have to really think. When I'm 50, I want to thank my 48-year-old self. I've said that before. 49. I'll be 49 this year. Hard to believe. Time flies, doesn't it? Really does. Let's head on over to the History Channel's website. Find out what happened on this day of history. I wanted to give you an update, too. If you follow the show, you know I talked the other day about that house next to me that's going to be tore down. Looks like, hopefully, they're going to start working on it maybe today. They dropped off a bunch of heavy equipment yesterday. They dropped off a porta potty, which is a good sign because a porta potty means there's going to be bodies here soon. And hopefully they can get it done before the snow falls. We have had a mild, mild winter here, so it's a good time to get this done. If they can get it done before the snow flies, that would be awesome. I'm really looking forward to having that. It's going to change the landscape of our house. And then I can't wait to get that land that's next to us, and we'll have the biggest yard here on East 5th Street in Oswego. That would be nice. We'll have a really big yard. All right, stick around. We'll head on over to the History Channel's website. I'll be right back. I hope you come back too. Welcome back. We're at the History Channel's website. Let's find out what happened. On this day, the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution prohibiting the manufacturing, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors for beverage purposes is ratified on this day in 1919, becomes the law of the land. It isn't until 1920 that it takes an effect. And then it's all the way until 1933 that no uh, no alcohol. I can't even imagine. Well, I've gone over three years right now sober, but I, I can't imagine it being illegal. Strange. This day in 2013, Pauline Phillips, the original Dear Abby, dies at the age of 94. She lived a long life. You know, she got over 10,000 letters a week. Can you imagine getting that much email or fan mail? No email. Well, by the time she was at her time in 2013, there was emails coming in. 1991, the Persian Gulf War begins on this day. Pretty quick war. 1991, Bush waits for deadline in Iraq. On this day in 1991, President George Herbert Walker Bush waits to see if Iraq will withdraw from Kuwait by midnight. He put his sand, a line in the sand. I'm just scrolling through giving you the potpourri. Oh, here's one that I've never even heard of. We talked a little bit about the moon earlier. How much gravity does the moon have compared to Earth? This one, I never even heard of this. 1936, the moon maniac. Never even have you heard of the moon maniac? Well, he was a strange character and a uh, notorious killer back in 1936. His name is Albert Fish. He's executed at Sing Sing Prison in New York. He was dubbed the moon maniac. He was one of America's most notorious and disturbed killers. Authorities believe that Fish killed as many as 10 children. Ooh, and then he ate them, he ate the remains goes on to state that he went to the electric chair with great anticipation, telling the guards it will be the supreme thrill, the only one I haven't tried. Oh, my God, what a creep. Man, there's some creepy people out in this world. How about in this? Do you remember this? I remember. Maybe you weren't alive, but I do remember. In 1997, Bill Cosby's son was murdered 
as he was on a California interstate. He had a flat tire and he was changing his flat tire and he was killed. Yeah, on this day in 1997, Enos Cosby. Also, the last one for this day in 1945, Hitler descends into his bunker. Goes underground in his bunker where he remained there for 105 days until he committed suicide. Good riddance. Good riddance. You know, it's weird. We talked about prohibition on this day. And uh, it makes me thankful that I'm sober. It really does. If you're struggling out there with any type of addiction or anything like that, there's help for you and there's changes. And once you take that life change, you'll be happy you did. You really will. All right, let's open up the phone lines to you guys. We'll be right back. Hey, I get so excited about phone calls. I almost forgot that I wanted to share the word of the day with you, something new that I started this year. I downloaded the app Word of the Day on my iPad, and this is the word for today. Now. Now. K-N-E-L-L. Now. The sound of a bell, especially when rung solemnly for a death or a funeral. Here's an example. I was sure anyone within five miles would have heard it the way they hear a church bell's knell or a train's whistle. I like to learn a word of the day. I think that's something fun. Strengthening our vocabulary is a good thing. Learning is a good thing. All right, and hearing from you is even better. So let's open up the phone lines. We'll be right back. Hi, Patrick. Steve here from It's a Random World. Woo-hoo. Just to let you know, yet another great show. Thank you so much. I hope you had a fantastic weekend and you have a safe week coming up. Take care and speak to you very soon. Thank you, Steve. That's Steve Wright from a podcast named It's a Random World. Find his podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Thank you for the encouragement. I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. I'm glad that you found We Live on a Planet. Please tell a friend. I do appreciate it. That's the only way We Live on a Planet is going to be known even more. And it's awesome to me to know that this is already an international show because here's Steve across the pond here in We Live on a Planet, and uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Let's stick around. We got another phone call. We'll be right back. Thanks, Steve. It's great to hear from you. Hey, Patrick. It's Maria from Creators Council, and I am just wondering, I see you. I see you on Twitter, and I'm wondering how you use Twitter to to promote your podcast and how can people find you on Twitter? I'm wondering if we should try and all support each other a little more over on Twitter. I don't know how to work it very well. So how many times a day are you promoting your show? Are you just sending out one post right when your episode goes live? Or are you promoting it a couple of times? Or how are you, how are you doing that? And how are you hashtagging? to get attention for your podcast on Twitter. How does that work? I'd love it if you took a moment to let us all know. Okay, bye. Thank you, Maria. That's Maria from the Creators Council. Wondering a little bit about Twitter and how I utilize Twitter. My hashtags are really, I struggle with my hashtags. I'm not creative, so my hashtag game is not strong on Twitter. On Twitter, I only have about 73 followers, which I'm very grateful for every 73 of 
73 of you if you are following me on Twitter. And you can find me at Twitter at W-L-O-A-P-D-O-T-C-O-M. I spelled out dot com. So that's W-L-O-A-P-D-O-T-C-O-M. And I only post once on Twitter when I put out my episode and that's about it. But I, I, I should utilize Twitter a little bit more. It's easy to use. Maria, just dive right in. It's no different than any other social media app. And I find um, it's valuable. I think that any way of having our voices heard is a valuable way. So utilize any type of social media that you can. And hopefully you come find me over on Twitter at W-L-O-A-P-D-O-T-C-O-M. If you want to find out how to reach me and find out all my social media, like my Instagram or anything, the easiest way is just going to my website, WLOAP.com, and you can find me there. Thanks, Maria. I do appreciate it. Looks like we have time for some more phone calls. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Patrick. Uh, thanks so much for your dream. That's awesome and terrifying. I'm, I'm walking here in the in the gym and as you were describing, I was getting chills down my back. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'd love to put it on, on my show. And absolutely, let's, let's get together and, and shoot the shit on, uh, on your show if you want to talk about whatever you want, man. I think that'd be great. I think we'd have a blast. And we could do it early in the morning. <laughs> I'll be very tired, but that might make it more entertaining. Uh, yeah, just let me know a time and a place. And, well, not a place. A place would be our own perspective houses but just let me know a time that's that works for you man i'll be uh, i'll be there for sure all right peace out brother that's my friend radio mylar from a podcast by the name of oh what a beautiful morning go check out his podcast anywhere podcasts can be found his podcast he talks about dreams and his dreams he's had and he's trying to be more of a morning person so we talked about getting together and having a random conversation in the morning time and We'll talk about dreams. We'll talk about anything. I talked to him about my dream the other day. I called into his podcast and let him know how I had a creepy one. I dreamt I something fell off my lap or something like that. And I looked down and it was a huge, huge spider. Not like a spider you would find in nature. It was way too big. It was the body. Well, there are spiders this size actually. But it was the body... In my dream, the body was the size of a golf ball, and the legs were about as thick as my thumbs, and the thing was as hairy as a gorilla. And the legs, though, were like those really long legs like you'd find on one of those Japanese king crabs. And it was just ungodly big and gross and hairy, and it freaked me out. And in my waking hours, if I were to run across a spider... In my house, I capture it and let it outside. I don't want to kill anything. I really don't. But in my dream, I didn't want this thing anywhere near me. And I, I threw something at it to crush it. And when that happened, I woke up and it was the end of the dream. But yeah, that was a dream that I shared with Radio Mylar. And he said it gave him the creeps. Yeah, I guess it was kind of creepy. And we're going to get together and talk. Speaking about getting together and talking Please tune into this Friday's episode. This Friday, I have a really good episode with the writer of the movie, Camp Colebrook. Alex Carl will be my guest, and we're going to talk about the movie that he wrote by the name of Camp Colebrook. And I've been talking about this for quite a while on my podcast, saying how I'm going to be able to do this interview. And it's just been a little difficult to get down our time when we're going to do it. He's over on the 
West Coast over in California, out in Hollywood. And I finally be able to get a, a time down with him. And we're going to record Thursday and have the episode out for a Friday. So please tune in Friday if you want to hear about the movie Camp Colebrook and what it what it's like to write a movie and what it undertakes. Because I have no clue and I can't wait to talk to Alex and find out everything that involves in writing a movie. So that will be a good one. All right. Thanks, Radio Mylar. I do appreciate your time and I appreciate the phone call. It looks like we have time for another phone call. We'll be right back. Stick around. Hello, Patrick. This is Lisa over at Living with Lisa, keeping it real. And every day I share a quote. And today's quote reminded me of you. So I wanted to make sure you heard it because I know you're a quote lover like myself. Quote, he who rejects change is the architect of decay. The only human institution which rejects progress is the cemetery, end quote. Harold Wilson. And because I have learned from you, I went to Google to find out who this Harold Wilson is. And he was a British politician, in case you're wondering. Because I wanted to know where his change quote came from. He who rejects change is the architect of decay. The only human institution which rejects progress is the cemetery. And you're always telling us change is the only constant. Have a great day, Patrick. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. It's Lisa, that's living with Lisa, keeping it real. Find her podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. And I love that quote. Thank you for sharing that quote with me and my listeners by Harold Wilson. And I just, it is something that I've always said. I, I, I try to convey that to my children. The only constant in life is change. It's how we deal with that change that defines us. Because there's so many things in life that we just can't handle and we can't control and that are going to change. And that's what we always need to know. And I love the architect of decay. I love that. That is awesome. Thank you, Lisa, for that quote. We do appreciate you sharing it with us. Thanks for thinking of us here. We live on a planet. Well, thank you for your time, everyone. I do appreciate it. Please, like I said, tune in Friday. Friday, we have a really good episode. It'll be episode 314, talking with Alex Carl the writer of the movie Camp Colebrook. All right, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. If you want to contact me, just like Stephen did or Maria or Radio Myler or Living with Lisa, if you're using the Anchor app, you know how it's super easy. Just leave me a message. If you're listening through another podcast provider, such as my awesome sponsor, Pocket Cast, you can leave me a message too just by heading on over to my website, WLOAP.com. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you guys. Take care, my friends. Talk to you Friday. Peace.